Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I'm so glad you decided to join us today. Last week, uh, we talked about uh, part one of our part five series of our part two. Uh, you know, I kind of got lost. But last week, we talked about preteens um, and how we can connect our vision to preteens. And ultimately, we wanted to look towards how we can connect our whole family to the vision. Um, so, like I said last week, we talked about preteens. This week, we're talking about parents and families and how we can connect all of that together. This was one long episode that I've cut into two, um, so we're just going to jump right into that. Um, once again, my shout-out, just like last week, was Family-Based Youth Ministry by Mark DeFry, so check that out. It is a great way to uh, jump in um, and see about what a family-based youth ministry looks like. Um, and it says youth ministry, but it really applies to any ministry you have, um, so don't let the youth ministry scare you away. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Let's jump right into part two of this episode. Um, number two, right, the, the second the second large uh, bold category here, um, we, if we want to connect our families is we need to connect our preteens and then we need to connect our parents, right? Uh, this is the second major step uh, and then we combine the two and the third. But here's the reality is that parents and I will say this all the time, we'll have infinitely more influence on our kids' lives than we ever will. Think about it. If they come to a Sunday service, you've got an hour and a half. And maybe you have midweek planning. Maybe you even get them two hours. So you get, you know, three and a half hours with them a week. A parent's got the rest, right? Unless they're in school, a parent is feeding them, uh, giving them food, uh, working through homework, talking with them, having dinner with them, putting them to bed, right? A parent is so more involved than we can ever be in a kid's life. So our parents should be a huge part of our vision. Kids will experience only a fraction of change without their parents' support, and that is really, really important to remember. So we need to make sure our parents are bought into the vision and are a part of the vision. If we think that parents are just um, there to make our lives more miserable in ministry, uh, I think we are missing a huge opportunity to capitalize on the influence that a parent has in their kid's life. Um, so if we want to connect our parents, number one is make sure they are in the loop. Are you sending weekly emails? Are you posting updates on Facebook? Um, I do those two things, and uh, I have found that that is one of the best uh, ways, right? Facebook? Most parents are on Facebook and emails. Most parents have an email, right? If they don't have a Facebook, they will receive an email. Um, and I and I mirror the content essentially um, from the email and the Facebook. Um, on the Facebook, I post four times a week, right? I post Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And on the email, I combine it all pretty much and send that out Monday. Um, but make sure your parents are in the loop. Do they know about your email chain? Do they know how to get connected? Can they get plugged in? Right in front of my ministry area is a uh, is boards. Right, I have I have uh, signs and boards, and uh, my wife actually just made an adorable little like parent corner, and it's a poster board with all of this details. Right, it's got the calendar for the month that's going on. It's got QR codes that they can scan so that they can join the email link and they can join the Facebook group. It's got you know the announcement uh, flyers we hand out. It's got all of that stuff and. So make sure they're in the loop. Make sure they know how to get in the loop, right? You don't want any parent unconnected from the ministry that wants to be connected, right? It's really easy for them to not buy into the vision in the ministry if they have no idea what's going on. So maybe you need to work on that, um, making sure your parents are in the loop. Number two is build the relationships with the parents. Just like with preteens, if we want our 
parents bought in. They need to be relationally bought in, right? They need to know that, hey, this isn't just some whack job trying to tell me what to do, right? They need to know, oh, this guy really cares about my preteens, right? And I think that's one of the biggest things to push is like, hey, I really care about your kids. Because here's the reality is parents these days, um, there is a ongoing and growing uh, phenomenon, I guess, or, or cultural movement that I'm seeing where, where kids have really become the idol in a family's life, right? Uh, right? It's all about, all right, we've got to get to this sports game and my kid wants to do this and we've got to do this for my kid and we're doing travel now because my kid wants to play travel. And so like I need my kid to get into the best, um, you know, sports team or whatever. And, and they're really bought into the kids. And so if we want to connect to our parents, we have to make sure that they know we're for their kids, right? Um, and we'll get to that a little bit more, uh, but build that relationship and let them know that you are for their kids. Number three is provide resources. Give them resources. I've said it before, but I have an ongoing list of resources for any parent or any need a parent could run into. Like, hey, my kid is uh, experiencing bullying. Cool. Here's a book, article, and podcast. And I've I've uh, been growing this list over time, um, and so it is just a resource list for parents that I that I hope allows them to access that. Uh, but also that, that that means classes and teaching um, and and connecting with parents through uh, you know other educational. Uh, things, right? Are there books available for them in your church for them to grow as parents? Are there classes for them to learn how to help their kids stay safe online, right? Are we giving them the resources to buy into the vision, right? Um, we have to be there with them. And number four, this is the most important, I alluded to it earlier, but love their kids, right? Because the reality is, uh, I think I, I've seen this a lot in my own ministry, um, but the kids will determine whether or not your parents are there. And so it's a double-edged sword, right? If your kid, if their kids are not connected and plugged in and enjoying the kids' ministry, the reality is the parents are probably not going to come, right? If the kids are not like, oh, I want to be at church, right? They probably won't come. I had a kid the other day like, oh, my gosh, I had to drag my parents here because I wanted to be at 4, 5, 6. And I was like, you're so cool, right? Like, it was so cool to see that kids have a huge sway over their family sometimes, especially when it comes to church. And so if you want parents in, love their kids. And at the same time, if you love their kids and the kids love the ministry and want to come back, you are also getting parents in the church, right? Think about that. You are not just ministering to the preteen kid. You're ministering to the parents, right? There's several parents I think about um, that whose students come every week and love being plugged in. And I thank the Lord that their kids are connected because I get to see their parents grow as well in their ministry. And I know that the parents initially did not want to be plugged in but now because of their kids they're fully plugged in and in the ministry and i think that that is really awesome um number three right our last big chunk here is um if we want to connect our uh families connect our parents we connect our preteens and then we connect the families together we bridge that gap so here's where everything comes together right my ultimate goal and hopefully yours is is when parents and kids are connected, right? The family becomes connected. And I hope that that is our goal in ministry, right? The reason we're not just focusing on the kids is because when families are connected, there is so much more growth, um, not just in the kids, but in the families. You'll be amazed at how much a parent grows um, when they are connected and pouring into their kids, right? Uh, connected families have statistically the highest chance uh, that their kids will de develop a genuine and true faith and will stay connected with the church throughout their life. 
So here are some ways uh, that we can connect, right? That we can connect the bond between our kids and our parents and connect the family as a whole um, is number one, make it your ministry model. Make it the model of your ministry. If it is not, if you're just focused on preteens or students or kids right now, make family ministry your model. Like I said, uh, um, youth uh, oh gosh, what was the name of the book? Family-Based Youth Ministry by Mark DeVries. I'm going to have that link below. That is a great book if you don't know what that looks like. But it is really important um, to make that your model. And number two is you want resources that spark conversation um, and have resources that aid parents, right? Uh, I came into ministry with this uh, perception that parents know everything and they are confident in their faith. Um, and I'm really just the guy that entertains their kids. Um, and the reality is after conversations I've had is that that is not true at all, that parents are actually worried about connecting with their kids. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to connect with their preteens and talk about faith, right? That's an awkward conversation sometimes with their kids, and they, they really need resources. They really struggle to connect. And so um, I have started uh, in my weekly posts, right, and in my email, I give simple conversation starters. I give simple tasks and simple things that these families can do. Uh, to start a conversation, and hopefully um, they are taking this resource, com- uh, talking with their kids, and, and ultimately impacting that that bond, right? Creating that bond that's deeper and deeper. Uh, number three is create environments for organic growth in the family. This is something new that I've really been churning around in my head, um, and it's something that I've done recently, and I'm working on growing and expanding. But you want to create an environment um, where parents and kids can come together um, in the church and do things together. Um, one of my favorite things we do each year is our VBS. Um, we require parents to be there. We require them to be with their kids, um, and I think that that is really, really awesome because uh, it, it starts that bond, right? It starts and, and encourages parents to talk about faith. Uh, another thing I'm doing is restaurant takeovers. Uh, last month, we uh, hit a local ice cream shop where parents and kids came and hung out together, um, and we, we got to just chat and talk, and it was a great opportunity to model organic faith uh, and talking with the families. And so I want to further uh, this and, and dive deeper, and like I said, it's a new idea, but when we create environments uh, you know, events and services where parents and their kids are uh, not forced but are put in an environment where uh, talking about the faith and growing together is, is something that happens. It creates this organic growth in them. Um, so find ways to create environments for organic growth between parents and their preteens. Uh, and lastly, uh, encourage the parents and the students, right? Encourage them both. They both need that encouragement. They both need to to know, hey, it's going to be awkward sometimes. It might be weird to talk with your parents about this. It might be weird to talk with your preteens about this. It might be hard at first to start talking about faith, but when you begin that and when you do it consistently, it goes from hard um, to easy to enjoyable to productive to deeply impactful in their lives. And I think that that is important to constantly encourage parents about, right? Um, because the reality is when parents are, are are pouring into their kids, their faith will grow exponentially. So in all of this, when we pour out our vision into the lives of our kids, parents and ultimately families go from this functional vision to experiencing a realized vision. When we connect these parents and family, or these parents and these preteens, when we connect the families together, um, we go from a fam, uh, a vision that can function uh, to a vision that is realized. And that is really our goal, 
right? That is our goal is to have a realized vision in the lives of our families. So what can we do? What can we do to grow our preteens? What can we do to grow our parents? And how can we connect them together, right? Because when we do, uh, we take this vision with our team on board, right? Uh, following God's vision for our ministry, um, and we we connect it with our families, and that is where the true impact happens. Um, and then ultimately, next week, we're going to really dive into um, growing uh, with our vision, right? The realized vision plus constant growth, that's going to be a successful ministry, right? We can hit our vision, we can get things going, but if we don't grow, we might grow stagnant. So join us next week as we wrap up the series and talk about how we can continue to grow our vision each week. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm going to see you guys Monday for our nugget. Bye.